60% of American adults have a diagnosed chronic condition, 40% have two. And I think in the next couple of years, 83 million Americans will have something like three or four. Like this is just how we're living. And we've accepted that it's normal that we just take a stack of pills every day and wait for that condition to get worse and then add on another pill. This is broken. everyone, Emily Abadi here coming to you from the AG studio. You are listening to Hurdle, a wellness focused podcast where I connect with everyone from your favorite athletes to top experts and industry CEOs about their highest highs, toughest moments, and everything in between. We all go through hurdles in life. And my goal through these discussions is to empower you to better navigate yours and move with intention so that you can stride toward your own big potential. And of course, have some fun along the way. For episode 192, I'm chatting with Dr. Robin Burson. She's the founder of Parsley Health, a holistic medical practice that you can access both digitally nationwide and in person here in New York or LA. Dr. Burzin is so interesting. She's so interesting. She's a wealth of knowledge. And we talk about how Parsley came to be after she graduated from Columbia and get into the nitty gritty on what it was like to create this thing using an entrepreneurial mindset. Again, she went to medical school. So also figuring out how to start a business, <laughs> there's a lot to get into there. We also talk about in today's episode all about holistic medicine, right? I think so often when something's wrong with us, we think about what can we take or what should we do or what doctor should we chat with so that we can find a fix. But after my conversation with the holistic dentist not too long ago, and I'll link to that in the show notes, I was really excited to learn more about what holistic medicine as a whole looks like. What can we be doing in our everyday to perhaps prevent a lot of chronic conditions that we are living with and we just accept, which is just bizarre. So we address a lot of common health issues in America and on a holistic note, again, how many of them can be preventable, why a simple blood test can be a major game changer, how sugar plays a role in our diets today. There is so, so much in here. And Robin is also, need to shout this out, a new author. Her book, State Change, came out last week. I'll make sure to link to it in the show notes. Robin, thanks for your time. Thanks for your energy. And as she highlights in today, a lot of useful tools over on the Parsley website, which I will also link in the show notes. Make sure you're following along with Hurdle over on social. It's at Hurdle Podcast. I am over at Emily Abadi. And with that, let's get to hurdling. Today, I am sitting down with Dr. Robin Burzen. She is the CEO and founder over at Parsley Health. How you doing, Robin? I'm awesome. So good to see you. I'm so amped on this. I, I didn't fill you in before we started, but I need to give a shout out actually to Adam Callen, who had told me when we started, I started the show four years ago. Adam was one of my first guests. And he said to me almost four years ago, you need to record with Dr. Robin Burzen. And I was like, oh my God, we need to make it happen. And four years later... Here we are. Oh my God. Adam's one of my faves, amazing human being. So I love hearing <laughs> that connection. Love it. Love it. And a huge, huge, huge congratulations to you. I saw like your hype video yesterday. You have a new book coming out. You just got the co copies. State change, big deal. 
Thank you so much. It's kind of bananas. It's kind of unreal, but I have hard copies, which is weird. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. First, why don't you tell us a little bit about what the book is about? Yeah. So the book is about the physical barriers to peak mental health. I've seen so many people over the years in my practice and across all of our thousands and thousands of patients here at Parsley Health who have this incredible unlock when we address something going on in the body and all of a sudden they achieve greater mental health, greater emotional well-being. And so I wanted to write a prescription for how to achieve that for everyone that was really accessible. I love that. And that's very in line with like your holistic approach to medicine, which leads us into the question. Talk to me a little bit about what Parsley Health really is all about. Yeah. Parsley is the medical practice I started over five years ago, uh, which has expanded greatly. And we are a medical practice that offers holistic medicine online nationwide. And we're really focused on helping people beat today's top chronic conditions, things like autoimmune disease, gastrointestinal issues, depression, anxiety, metabolic issues, hormone issues. We do a lot of fertility and preconception work. Uh, And there's really what we have in our healthcare system is a missing link, right? This gap in the care that we really need to help us get better from all of these chronic conditions that we're suffering from, or that helps us optimize our health. And so we do that. We do it online everywhere. We have an amazing team of doctors, health coaches, care coordinators that surround you and support you and over time help you beat these things and feel better. I love this. I actually recently had a holistic dentist on the show as well. And I was just in awe. So many medical practices, just the way that conventional medicine works for today, today, we aren't told like, hey, why don't you get to the root of this issue? Instead, they're like, here, let me give you 8,000 prescriptions and yada, 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 yada. And then you're like, wow, I haven't actually fixed any of the underlying causes of why I'm dealing with X or Y. So I'm like super amped to have you on the show as well, because I find that concept, this idea that like, hey, let's really go to the root of the situation. Fascinating. It's critical, right? And a lot of people say, well, what do you mean the root cause? What is the root cause? And so I always use examples. Your migraines could be due to a dairy allergy or a magnesium deficiency or chronic anxiety and stress or the way that you're sitting all day. And so your root cause for your migraines might be different than my root cause for my migraines that might be different from the root cause for somebody else's migraines. And yet in our healthcare system, we skip looking at the root cause and we say, you know, here's a medication to treat the migraine pain. And at Parsley, instead we say, cool, we might need a medication to help you with your migraine pain, but let's also figure out why you have migraines and fix that so you don't have them anymore and you don't even need that medication. And That thinking, that line of thinking works when you have an ongoing relationship with a provider, when we have more time with you, when we can do some extra tests that we do at Parsley, which I'm happy to talk about. And all of that comes together in this ability to solve that root cause and help people get better. And so whether it's a mental health issue, a fertility issue, an autoimmune issue, migraines, we need to have a healthcare system at large for everyone that looks at that root cause, that asks why. And that helps resolve the why, because so many of us could be feeling so much better than we do today. Yeah. And God, I think we'd all like to feel better (laughs) than we do today. This even goes into the notion that so many of us are living our everyday with some sort of discomfort that 
we might not even be fully aware of. We think that the status quo is living our daily life, just feeling a little bit blah at times, whether that blah is sore or bloated or stiff. And it's not until, again, that root of the issue. What is it in your life that is causing this discomfort? So you mentioned the tests that you guys do at Parsley. Why don't you talk to me a little bit about that? Because I'm sure the purpose of those is to get to some of these root causes. Yeah. You know, everything that you just said, and I think women especially are often living with these things and we bury it, right? We put it under the surface. We're working, we're moms, we're too busy. We're taking care of everybody else first. And I can't tell you how many people are just like, yeah, I thought it was normal to be bloated every day. I thought it was normal to experience horrible reflux every time I ate. I thought it was normal to wake up with a low grade headache every single day of my life, to feel exhausted, to not be able to sleep, et cetera, et cetera. And we we live with these things until we break. And my message to anyone listening to this is that doesn't have to be the way that you feel. This does not have to be your normal. Let's elevate your baseline and that can happen. To do that, we put together a really big data set at the beginning. And I know data is kind of like a nerdy wonky word, but it really has two simple components. The first is your story, your history. So we spend an hour with you in that first visit. And that's after you've given us a whole bunch of answers to questions online before you come in that put together the story of your life. How you're feeling right now, your bloating could be because of all the antibiotics that you took for 10 years for all those sinus infections. And now we've got to clean up your gut in a way that is because of all of the antibiotics you took 10 years ago. And so we need to hear that story of your health. So we start with that story. And by spending more time with you, by asking deeper questions, by knowing things like, Were you born C-section or not? What were the conditions you had as a child? What were medications you took five years ago? That starts to put together this, what we call your health bio, your health biography. And then we add to that testing. So when you go to your regular primary care doctor, they're kind of just doing the very basics. There's just a handful of tests that they'll run. And at Parsley, we start in our Parsley baseline testing. It's just blood work. You can get it in your regular West or LabCorp or wherever, but It looks at nutrient levels, inflammation levels, thyroid levels, heart health in a deeper way, metabolism in a deeper way. And we start with that because right there, right at the beginning of working with us, if we put that story together and those deeper tests together, all of a sudden we can create this view of you. And this picture of you is what gives us the ammo or the info to be able to figure out what is that root cause. So that's really the first step in working with us is kind of this in-depth story and in-depth diagnostic. First of highlight, Parsley Health isn't something that you can only um, use or go to if you are in uh, where we are in New York City. It's bigger than that, correct? Yeah, we're available online nationwide. So, you know, I think a couple of years ago, people would have said, oh, that's so weird to work with the doctor online, right? Like we would have done a lot of things online. We would have talked (laughs) to our friends in other countries and we would have done all of our shopping, but we might not have thought of talking to a doctor online. But Today, that's really normal, and I think that telehealth and telemedicine normalization is one of the silver linings of this horrible pandemic we've all been living through, Mm -hmm. and my view is why should you have to live next door to the best doctor to get help and to get the information that you need to improve your health? And so, you know, listen, you're not going to get your knee surgery over telehealth today, but for the kind of medicine that we're doing, which is all about talking to you. Uh, doing lab testing. We actually have a certified virtual physical that we do. Our members are literally in 46 states. They're all over the country. They're working with us totally online. 
And they're seeing in our data the same exact results as our members who um, who might come to see us in New York or LA. Yeah. And I love what you were talking about, about the blood test and the, you know, really taking a, a strong, close look at your biomarkers. I, over the last year, started using Inside Tracker and got feedback that I had never had before when just going to my annual physical. I finally felt like I had an opportunity just to learn more about what was happening inside of my body, which should have been something that was accessible to me all along. But until I had this, like, oh, like I'm really going to take ownership and agency over my own health, like that's when everything changed, right? Absolutely. And, you know, you it's it's sad, I think, that we have to ask our doctors for that information and doctors aren't typically trained to be proactive. And yeah. at Parsley, like, and I love Inside Tracker. I love Everly Well. I love some of these companies that are making more of this laboratory data accessible to us. At the same time, what's cool at Parsley is that we're able to not only order these blood tests just through your insurance and at a regular lab, we can do more because the technology for what you can do at an at-home test is not quite there yet to do the more robust types of tests that we can still do through like a regular blood draw. And then we're the ones putting the pieces together, your story, how you feel right now. We've developed a tool called the Symptom Tracker, which we actually have put in the research and validated. And so we can track your symptoms in a measured way over time. And then we bring in your blood tests. And then if we need to, we could order what I call fancy pants tests, things like genetics and hormones and looking at cortisol throughout the day and looking at the microbiome. When we put all of this together, it's like, right? We suddenly can see, as you put it, exactly as you said, what is happening inside your body. And we have this technology, but our medical system right now, we have to remember, is reactive. And what we need is proactive. And that's what you're doing by taking matters into your own hands by using a tool like Inside Tracker. That's what our members are doing by coming to see us and how we practice medicine, which is this proactive, preventive, holistic care that I think the world is waking up to should be the standard of how we have engaged with our healthcare, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, I'm sitting here and I'm like hearing everything that you're saying. And it just sounds so, I mean, cool is like kind of like a whatever word to describe it with, but it's so interesting to me, right? Because you had to be in a place in your life where you thought to yourself, man, I really wish that this was available and not only be in that place, but then concept how to build out what we now know to be Parsley Health. So talk to us a little bit, bring us back a little bit to where you were, Robin Burzen, thinking to yourself, man, you know what we could really use here? Something like this. <laughs> you know, it goes, it goes way back at this point. Um, so I'm, you know, I went to med school here in New York at Columbia and I trained in internal medicine at Mount Sinai. And I was already, let's say I was the, the nerd that was, uh, in my view, hip to yoga and healthy eating and was already interested in holistic health. And I was I'm such a dork. I haven't actually told this on a podcast, I don't think, but I was president of the Integrative Medicine Club at Columbia Med. So proud of you. With my, um, like my, one of my best friends who was, you know, super outdoorsy rock climber, vegan chick. And I'm like the integrative medicine nerd with my yoga. And like, we were dorks. Let's just be real here. But this was really something I was passionate about. And then as I got into my residency training and I was starting to work in the clinic and the outpatient clinic, our primary care clinics were to me just a revolving door. Mm -hmm. We were seeing people for 15 minutes. Two of those minutes I was spending 
signing a stack of prescriptions because in those days we printed out prescriptions. I was handing people like a zillion scripts for painkillers and high cholesterol drugs and high blood pressure drugs and migraine drugs and hormone balancing drugs and all these things. And at no point were we saying in this visit, what's causing all of these things? And what I woke up to was that the underlying causes of all of these conditions that we're facing today, and by the way, 60% of American adults have a diagnosed chronic condition, 40% have two. And I think in the next couple of years, 83 million Americans will have something like three or four. Like this is just how we're living. And we've accepted that it's normal that we just take a stack of pills every day and wait for that condition to get worse and then add on another pill. And I was like, this is broken. And so it, you know, I had co-founded another tech startup in the healthcare space sort of at that point, which is a whole nother story. But I had a little exposure to technology, I had a little exposure to startups. And then I had this deep calling to say, how can we help people actually heal? How can we help people feel better? And how can we develop a service, a medical service that is designed in its very nature by having a long-term relationship, hence the membership? Because you don't like get super buff going to the gym once. You're not going to get healthy going to, to the doctor once or getting tested once. We need to dive in. So membership model, all powered by technology. People don't realize this, but Parsley has been a telehealth service since day one. Um, we were It was not a COVID pivot. That's just how we always were. Uh, and so we pulled all that together, data and analytics. We've always had a PhD in data science on staff. Even from the beginning, we didn't have any data. <laughs> but we said, I was like, I know this is going to important be important because holistic medicine isn't the standard of care. But if we get the outcomes, how do we make it the standard of care? And by the way, this is like breaking news, got the data this week. No one else has heard this yet, but we've had um, an outside service that evaluates healthcare services for their ROI, their impact on cost savings, um, evaluate our population of tens of thousands of members versus what's called an age match control of like the rest of the population. Um, and what we've seen is two incredible things. First of all, that the patients coming to Parsley Health, because I think in the early days, people said, oh, this is like a wellness service for the worried well. And I was like, no, this is people coming who need care, who have health, really diseases and health problems. That's mostly who's coming to us. We have our optimizers too, who are awesome, but the people are coming to us with real, real medical problems. First of all, the outside independently verified data shows that our population is dealing with serious and significant chronic conditions versus the average population. That's amazing to see in the data, independent data. And, and, and what we're seeing is that we are significantly cost saving and we're bringing down rates of prescription drugs. We're bringing down the need for specialists because what's happening right now out there is that okay, you see a primary care doctor and they're like, okay, now you need to go see the GI and you need to see the autoimmune doctor and you need to see the psychiatrist and you need to see the orthopedic surgeon. And oh, by the way, go see this other person too. And you're like, well, I'm waiting six months for that visit and I can't even get a visit and I don't even know who these people are. Um, this is bananas. And at Parsley, because we dive deeper and are more proactive, we're managing a lot of these conditions ourselves. So we're showing that we reduce prescription drug burden and autoimmune by 25 to 30%. We're showing an autoimmune, which is skyrocketing, particularly for women, that we reduce the need for specialty care 77%. We're showing that overall we're reducing symptom burden in 80% plus of our patients. So 
we've had that data internally, but this is the first time I'm sharing publicly and there's more to come that we have now independently externally validated not only our impact on our patients and the population we're serving, but the cost savings associated with that. And that was always back to my residency days. I said, if this medicine's going to take off and be the standard of care, we have to have the proof that it works. And here we are. We do. Firstly, congrats. That's just like awesome. Yeah. Fist pumps. We so excited Fist over pump. here to, I am just listening to you like list off all of the like different providers that someone may need to go see if they're like working with a conventional doctor. And I hear that and I hear like the weight is annoying and everything. But what I really hear as someone who currently has Oscar health and pays $660 a month to have Oscar health is dollars, 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 dollars. Go see this provider. Go see this provider. Oh, I'm sorry. There isn't a single OBGYN in all of Manhattan under 112th street that takes your insurance. No problem. You're going to have to go to 122nd and like go see an OBGYN. This is just the state of care in America. And it is so frustrating that we are almost scared and just don't do anything to take care of ourselves because we don't have the money to spend when I'm already spending $660 a month just in case I literally walk outside today and walk across the street and like happen to get in an accident. Yeah. I mean, health insurance is so expensive. And then you end likely if you have Oscar, typically not always, but typically you're going to have a high deductible plan. Mm -hmm. So before you even get to use your benefits. You're spending a ton of money. And so that's what's been really interesting with Parsley. You know, Parsley has an out-of-pocket membership, but you can get out-of-network reimbursement and you can use FSA and HSA. And for people on high deductible plans, it is more efficient and cost-saving to proactively take care of their health by paying for a Parsley membership directly and using up deductible than it would be to use their benefits. And that's the secret of our health insurance system right now is that they know, they know that so many of us are on high deductible plans that we will never, ever even get through that deductible to use that benefit. Mm -hmm. So you might as well use that deductible on something that's going to be amazing and healthy and supportive for you. And so at Parsley is this proactive home base and holistic health home base for our patients. We're also helping them resolve these conditions reduce their need for these expensive medications, reduce these needs, need for procedures and specialists. And let's face it, like get better because the rest of the healthcare system isn't, isn't designed to help us get better. It's designed to help us whack-a-mole when we're already sick. That has great value in certain cases, but for the average person, it's too little too late. Yeah. And that's what we have an opportunity to transform. Um, and like while I'm sharing secrets, <laughs> I'm trying to share this yet either because it's not really public, but I'm just going to because I feel like it. Um, so Parsley is actually starting to work with insurance. So we'll be announcing very soon our first um, uh, in-network relationship. Um, and our members will be using um, in-network with some of the national payers. It's not Oscar yet. Um, working on it. Doesn't surprise me. (laughs) Yeah. um, I love love our friends at Oscar, but it's not Oscar yet. Um, It's one of the larger, more national um, insurance companies. And that's just the beginning, um, which is really exciting. And that will, for those who are using their benefits, bring down that membership fee. And again, for those who aren't, it's just a way to use your deductible and get really awesome care. 
Yeah. So I know that Parsley was founded back in 2016. Uh, another nuts and bolts question. I mean, you have all of these big ideas. It sounds really awesome. Of course, you're like a very well-educated woman. You went to Columbia, but still that doesn't mean that like it's inherent to you how to start something like a company like Parsley. So talk to me about those early days. I mean, talk to me about what it was like trying to figure all of this out. You know, it, it is now and was then really hard. Uh, I, no one goes to CEO school, no one goes to founder school and I didn't have an MBA and I had a little bit of experience from my first startup, you know, being around fundraising, being around what it took to kind of get a company off the ground, but very little. My co-founder at the time for the, the first company had a lot more experience than I did. So he really handled a lot of that stuff. And so uh, I was on my own. I was a solo founder and I was trying to figure it out. And I think for everyone out there who's thinking of starting some something, you know, my number one advice is make sure this is something that you are deeply passionate about, that you feel needs to exist in the world, whether it's your podcast, which you are obviously amazing at and deeply passionate about, or a company or whatever it is. Like, I think sometimes people forget that they have a neat business idea, but the thing that's going to get you through the hard weeks and the hard months and the times that people tell you no, and you feel shot down and you don't know what you're doing and you hit a problem you've never hit before. And you're really not sure how to get past it, which has happened to me one zillion times, um, is this deep passion and belief in what you're building that it has to exist in the world? Because that's what takes you from like idea to the choppy, choppy waters of startup life. And then the second piece of advice that I'll share that I've um, taken very seriously over time is like, have no ego about asking questions. I ask so many questions and every single stage I've found mentors and advisors and no one person will ever be that. Each year I kind of I would say graduate from the last set of advisors I've had because I've learned what I need to learn from them. But that means I have to go find new ones and new mentors. We just created a medical advisory board at Parsley for the first time. And we have people like Carla Denise Edwards, the chief strategy officer of Henry Ford Health Systems. And uh, we have Dr. Seth Glickman, who was just the chief medical officer at Blue Shield, California. And a bunch of extraordinary human beings because this year when we started 20 past year, when we started 2021, I was like, you know what? We're going to start working with insurance companies and we're going to start working with employers. And I've had, I've built a consumer business. I don't know this world. I'm a doctor, but like we doctors are cogs in the wheel of the healthcare system. We're not the people pulling the strings, which I think a lot of people don't really realize that the system is so big and so complex and so heavy at this point that doctors are, kind of like, you know, sort of thrown around in it and ha don't have the power that they once did. And so uh, that that's me too. Uh, and so I've had to learn what is this healthcare system that we're now working with? How do I learn from people? And how do I have zero freaking shame for asking the dumb question? And I will ask the dumb question all day and not assume that I know like, how does the money flow in the healthcare system? Because guess what? It's not obvious. The entire system has been designed to have zero transparency. And so that means that I've had to bring on advisors, ask a lot of questions. Um, it's my job changes every year. It's very different than it was at the beginning, like the first year. I mean, 2016, people have to remember Parsley Health was bootstrapped. Like it was me and three part-time people. I had no salary. 
There was no other doctor than me. I was seeing the patients, doing the marketing, legal, ops, real estate, like you name it, um, tech, um, and just, you know, slowly built from there. And it's only been since 2018 that we've raised significant funding to build what we've built today. Um, but I just, I, it was, it was rough. And there were moments where I thought like I was, that we, I, we were done so, but so far, knock on all the things, <laughs> I keep getting through those moments, you know? Taking a break from today's episode to give some love to my sponsors. First up, AG1 from Athletic Greens. I am literally sitting here sipping this right now. AG1 from Athletic Green, it's got 75 whole food sourced ingredients as well as prebiotics, probiotics, adaptogens, and superfoods, plus the antioxidant equivalent of 12 servings of fruits and vegetables. I talk about AG1 on the show all the time. They're the token sponsor for the Hurdle Studio, and that is because I firmly believe in their product, and I know that it is doing some really good things for me and my body. When I drink this stuff, you know what? More notably, when I, for some reason, don't drink this, like if I'm running out really quickly in the morning, I usually shake mine up and bring it to my desk. So if something's going on and I can't go about my normal routine and I leave the apartment, I will notice that I just don't feel the same. I feel as though my energy levels aren't as high. My digestion can feel a little bit off. I am used to giving my body the best of the best ingredients and the best of the best at what it needs so that I can go throughout my day feeling the best. It's a sweet all-in-one sip that as I'm saying, it makes a big difference. So you need to get in on the AG1 gang yourself. Head on over to athleticgreens.com slash hurdle. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash hurdle. And with your first purchase today, no code necessary, you can get five free travel packs and a year's supply of vitamin D. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash hurdle for all the freebies with your first purchase. Also want to give some love to my friends at Beam. Now, specifically today, I want to talk to you about Beam Dream. You may have heard me talk about it on the show before, and that is because I am head over heels for this stuff. Beam Dream is a delicious CBD-based hot cocoa. It promotes better sleep and a more refreshed morning. It tastes so good. And the best part about that is that it also is made without artificial sweeteners or added sugar. So it tastes this good and it's got none of that bad stuff. It also contains five powerful ingredients, including nano CBD, reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, and melatonin to help you get the shut eye that I'm telling you, you deserve it. Especially because good sleep is imperative for not only your physical health, but also your mental well-being. I am all about all good things in moderation, including ice cream every now and again. But a lot of the time, I want something sweet, but I know that it may not be the best idea for me to take that pint out of the freezer. So Beam Dream has come in the clutch when it comes to this. The best part of it being that this sweet treat also helps me sleep better. Beam has an awesome discount for you. If you head on over to beamorganics.com slash hurdle, that's beam, B-E-A-M, organics.com slash hurdle, you can get 35% off your first month subscription of Beam Dream today, plus a free mug and frother. Again, head on over to beamorganics.com slash hurdle to get 35% off your first month of Beam Dream, plus some freebies 
ASAP. I love your your piece of advice about being so steadfast and sure of what it is that you want to create. And I also think that that approach helps you navigate when there are going to be uh, inevitably people that have an opinion on whatever it is that you are building or creating, right? It's so easy for us to focus on the one negative in the sea of positives. Everyone could be praising what you're doing as the second coming of the best thing ever, but there's still going to be that one person that's like, what are you doing here? And it's hard not to listen to that critique, right? I mean, just the other day, I am really trying to get into TikTok over here. And someone came at me and they were like, podcasting is not a profession. And I was like, hmm, that's so funny that you say that because I make uh, more of a living now in terms of financially than I ever did working on staff at any major magazine. But aside from that, I'm so fulfilled in what it is that I do now having these conversations with people that inspire me every day and being able to take those conversations and inspire so many other people in that process of creating this product. So at the same time, I was like, I'm so sure what it is that I do, but I let that little person come in for just a second and like, give me that shade. And you're not welcome here, sir. You're not welcome yes. here. Yes. You are not welcome here. And you do, you have, that's such a great point. And also, especially as women, like people try to knock off, knock us off our perch all the time. Amen. Right. Your, your, your success is not earned. Your success is silly. Right. And it is, it is, it is so uncool and it means that we have to be even stronger and you have to be able to listen to yourself. You know, back to what I said about advisors and advice. Yes. Ask all the dumb questions and hoover up information, but yes, deep down, then you have to cherry pick that information and filter it and put it into your calculus of what it is you're trying to build and what it is you're trying to do and then keep going. Right. Um, and that is that constant balance of, you know, also there's lots of bright, shiny things and you'll have, I'll have investors that are like, like, why don't you like to build a big supplements business or why don't you go do this other thing? And it's like, yeah, like we're a healthcare company. Like, that's not what I'm trying to build here. Like, I didn't get up in the morning to, um, you know, do a bot-driven urgent care service right. to take care of colds and flus. I'm so glad that other people have done that. But guess what? We don't need more of like bots taking care of our UTIs. Like, kind of helpful, sure. <laughs> but what we desperately need is holistic medicine and a partner in our health to help us heal from the chronic diseases that are crushing our country. I'm going to stay focused on that, even though. Yeah, it would be easier to maybe build some of these more superficial services that are that are um, out there. Or, you know, there's always something bright and shiny that can be a distraction. And I think to your point, like you've built an amazing podcast, you have an incredible voice, you've built an audience. Like now you get to keep building that, and you know in your heart and soul that that is your purpose and your calling and you're going to keep going after. Yeah. I mean, from one builder to another builder, I really appreciate that. And what I'm also hearing you say in this, I'm going to keep asking the quote unquote dumb questions. I don't necessarily think there is, there are dumb questions. I think if you have a question, that means somebody else has a question, which is an approach that I always take when it comes to asking other people questions on this show for sure. But what I hear you say here is that 
um, once you ask those questions, you feel indebted to relay that information if it's going to be able to help other people. And I think that's something really beautiful about you and your approach is that you don't find the need to like kind of like hold on and kind of gatekeep this information and have a broader understanding of the opportunity that you have and that there is room for everyone at this table if our main and common goal is to help others, which is just so, so important instead of just like, you know, the competition can be a lot, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, we have unfortunately an abundance of hundreds of millions of people who need better medical care. And we have um, a healthcare system that has in particular ignored the needs of women, ignored the way that women want to interact with their health, our healthcare. Um, and it's just designed around something other than us as, as human beings. And so that need is just going to self-perpetuate. And when I look at like all of the cool services coming out, whether it's like healthy food or it's blood testing or it's other medical services across the space, like my view is always rising tide floats all boats, right? Because the more that we have this information out there, the more that we transform our baseline expectation of what we want our and our medical care to look and feel like, the more people become aware of it and the more people reject the old way and glom onto the new way. And so, and then on like competition, like all I keep learning every year is that whatever the latest competitor that somebody, you know, some investors like, well, have you seen this? And I'm like, I'll look at whatever this is. Whatever, whatever like I look at, never once has that thing been the thing make or break making or breaking what we're doing, right? So like God love all of the others out there who are doing good work in health and wellness. And yet no one has been able to build what Parsley's built. And no one, what, what will stop us will only be ourselves. Right. And at the end of the day, what will stop you is, is only your own, your own execution, ability to execute on your plans, your, your team, your resilience, your guts, um, in, and, you know, sometimes like force majeure, like, right. Like <laughs> so the world sometimes throws this as a, a pandemic and, you know, that's just completely outside your control, um, or other life events can be outside your control. Um, but rarely, 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 especially in a space as big as health, um, which is uh, a TAM, total addressable market that is literally infinite, is it about competition? It's really about how do we make the best and the most amazing product that we can. Control the controllable, do the best you can with what you have. I mean, this is like the advice or the takeaway that so many people you'll hear like, well, I don't know if I should start X or Y or if I should try to do this because I already see that somebody else is doing Y and Z and you. And I just look at them like we always hear and it's like, but no one is you. And if you take ownership over your skill set about what you have to offer and just start today, like otherwise, to your point, you're the only thing standing in your own way from going after whatever the hell it is that you want. You have to be really big for the competition to start to like be the defining factor. Um, now that said, you have to understand your market and who your audience is and what makes you truly unique. And it, and I think that is where I see um, people get hung up over time is sort of like diluting their own special sauce and their own uniqueness to sort of try to look and feel like whatever else is out in market. And I don't think, you know, my my personal point of view is that that rarely wins and it might win very short term, but long term, it's it's really hard. Like be really clear on what makes your thing 
super needed, super unique, um, and double down on that versus trying to like smooth it out and make it fit, you know, everything else. I've got to ask you, what do you look to or who do you garner a lot of your inspiration from? You know, I, I get inspiration all over the place. And oftentimes for me, it's usually outside of healthcare that I look more so than into healthcare to think about how do we make something really incredible? Um, I love Netflix because they've constantly innovated and added value, right? If they were like, they, they've focused on not the how, but what is the value we create? So if they had been like, well, no one wants DVDs anymore. Guess we'll just pack it up here, right? Like, can you imagine, right? But they were like, DVDs are not the point. DVDs are the how. The what is really accessible on-demand content. Right. And now right. technology is allowing us to do that in a different way. Um, I love Peloton because I think they've created such an amazing community around fitness, which others have not managed to do in the same way. I love Oprah. She will forever be my inspiration because she speaks to the heart and the soul in everything she does, no matter whether she's talking about like the latest gear for workouts or a car or, you know, somebody's history of trauma and what we can take from that. And so um, keeping that, that authenticity and heart and soul in what you do, just, I always try to remember that um, the best brands have that. Right. And then, you know, of course, on the medical side, we've brought in some of the top primary care doctors in the country. We've brought in some of the top functional medicine doctors in the country, and they're all on our team. And that way we get the best of both worlds. And I have people around me to learn from all the time. Cause I think that's the other thing, like starting a company, you can think, oh, well, I have to know everything. And it took me, I think a long time to learn that it's not about what I know. It's about the team I surround myself with and what they know and how that elevates my vision and my ability to bring what I my idea into the world. I love that. I love that. And you mentioned earlier dealing with some of those really tough hurdle moments where you were unsure if you were going in the quote unquote right direction and things felt really, really difficult. When you reflect on some of those hard times, do you recall what it was that helped pull you out of those moments of self-doubt? I have something that I say to myself on the hardest days, and that's, Robin, just be a good doctor. And so what I mean by that is, you know, especially early on when I was seeing patients a lot more, I still see patients on Thursday mornings because I <laughs> want to keep my, my skills. Um, but, you know, in the early days, even then, and even when I, on days I'm not seeing patients, I would say, just be a good doctor because I might not have known how to get through a particular challenge around fundraising or around the business or around hiring at that time or whatever the the scary latest scary thing was but i knew that if i just kept giving the best most amazing medicine and if we stayed true to that as a company and i stayed true to that in myself that would get me through and and then that would just bring me back to my patients you know i have had patients who i've had to give a cancer diagnosis to i've had patients who um i've had to support through their, you know, third round of gut healing when their bloating and, and diarrhea and constipation come back that's plaguing their life. I've had patients break through their depression finally. And those those experiences and those stories, sometimes it's 
being able to help somebody find a cure. Sometimes it's helping them feel a little bit better. Sometimes it's just being their anchor while they're undergoing treatment at Memorial Sloan Kettering, right? Like it could be the whole gamut. It doesn't mean that I'm or parsley is always the solve, but it's coming back to just be a good doctor and just think about those people. That's why we're here. That's why we're doing what we're doing. Keep going. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't, uh, talk to you a little bit about what's going on in our world while having you here. Uh, I know over the last few months, and I think even maybe as recent as, uh, this past week, we're recording this the first week in January, there has been research that has come out talking about how physical inactivity is associated with a higher risk for severe COVID. I mean, as someone who really practices what she preaches in terms of holistic medicine here, are you at all surprised? Not at all. And I think, you know, we've had a lot of this research for a long time and we are so deeply grateful to vaccination and technology. And talk about a technological breakthrough that will change humanity, the ability to create a new vaccine in a year. Like mind blown, nothing, we'll never be the same. Like what an incredible advancement. And yet at the same time, the people who beyond, um, you know, the elderly and unvaccinated who are getting severe, severe disease, it's people with the constellation of modern conditions that the vast majority of the country is suffering from diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure, obesity, and lack of physical activity. We know that exercise improves our immune systems. We know that exercise improves our blood flow, our cognitive function. It reduces our blood sugar. It helps us with insulin sensitivity. And we also know that exercise goes head to head with many antidepressants and is as effective. In one study, exercise for people with depression um, improved people's um, symptoms in 95% of cases, whereas antidepressants were only in between 40 to 60%. And we know that the medical literature says that we as doctors should be prescribing exercise for anxiety, depression, chronic fatigue, insomnia, yet we don't, uh, which is ridiculous because this is improvement for a long time. And so back, back to COVID, one of the things that I feel has been a little bit missing in the conversation and is, is, is a doctor frustrating to me is how can we arm ourselves against this disease beyond a vaccine? How can we be as bulletproof as possible, right? And moving every day, taking our vitamin D3, getting sugar out of our diet, eating a whole healthy plant-based paleo eating plan, which we talk about at Parsley, we talk about in the book. Um, and taking certain supplements to support our immune system, getting quality sleep, meditating, which has been shown to support our healthy immunity. The data is real. The data is clear. There is no question. Um, and I hope, I deeply hope that every one of us comes out of this experience who is lucky enough to survive this experience and say, and says to themselves and everyone they love, now is the time to take my health so much more seriously, to be proactive, to be fit, to be strong, to get the toxic foods out of my life as much as possible, because that is the difference mm -hmm. in not only our ability to, to fight COVID and whatever, you know, what if there's a variant that escapes the vaccines, right? Like this isn't over. That is our armor. We all need to take it seriously. We all need to double down on our health. Um, and I think everyone's been in a little bit of a state of what I call like suspended animation in these past two years, almost like, 
you know, like, oh my God. Right. And we've all felt, I felt it. We feel a little frozen, right? We can't plan. We don't want to like think about the future. We just want to hunker down and be safe and take care of our, the immediate and get our vaccination, hopefully, and take care and just wait. Right. But we got, we got to, we got to break through the ice people. We got to like crack through, unfreeze, get proactive, get moving And I hope that 2022 is the year that every single person says, what do I do for this year to take care of myself? Yeah. And now is the time I I sign up for Parsley. Now is the time that I get my inside track, insight, I'm sorry, inside tracker, inside tracker, inside tracker. We have a product called Insight or my Everly Well test or, you know, I go see my PCP and get some blood tests and figure out, do I, am I metabolically healthy? Do I have high blood sugar? Um, what's my hemoglobin A1C? What's my fasting insulin? Because that is the start of taking control. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you said it COVID or not, um, any day is your opportunity to kind of start fresh when it comes to taking that ownership and agency over your own health and well-being. Uh, you mentioned the goal of maybe eating more plant-based, eliminating some sugars from your diet. If someone is kind of willing to take that step to get into the driver's seat, what would you say would be one or two things, small, actionable changes, they don't need to completely overhaul their life, that would make a major difference starting right now? Yeah. So number one is looking at the food that you're eating. You know, I think that we should treat sugar the way we treat alcohol Hmm. in that it's a toxic substance. It's highly addictive. And it can't be something that we consume every day, no matter who we are. And for some of us, it has to be a zero, zero game, right? And so uh, there's a lot of sugar hiding in refined carbs. So your cookies, breads, pastas, crackers, cakes, um, your even your salty things, right? And so can you take the average person eats about 17 teaspoons of sugar a day. It should be no more than six. We are eating excessive, excessive, excessive amounts of sugar. And the number one place that the average person is getting it is in drinks. And that can range from your green juice to your coconut water to your sodas. Uh, From there, it's in these salty foods, these savory foods that are like your, your pastas and your carbs. And so can you make that a minimum in your diet? Can you get rid of the snacks? Can you get rid of the sugar? And when you reduce that dramatically, it starts to massively improve your physical health and your mental health. And we have a whole kind of program in the book and a 30 day plan for doing um, a a really simple elimination diet. And I hate even using the word diet because the book state change is not about dieting or fitness at all. It's really about um, mental health, but it's an eating program or a nutrition program that helps you cut out a couple simple things that can help you start clearing inflammation, clearing the fog. So number one, number one, number one is sugar. Can I interject and ask you a little bit for your input on natural sugars? Because someone might be listening to this and they could be like, shoot, am I supposed to stop eating fruit altogether? So let's talk about that real quick. Yeah. So the number one thing I always tell my patients is sugar is sugar is sugar. I don't care if it comes in a peach or a soda or a coconut water or wherever it it is, or maple syrup or honey 
Um, agave, by the way, is absolutely terrible for you. Um, there is some research showing that fructose in and of itself, which is the sugars in fruits and obviously in high fructose corn syrup, which is the most toxic place we get fructose, much more than a peach, um, which I do support eating actually, uh, is, is really toxic um, to the gut and can be a big cancer trigger for colon cancer. So what I tell people to do is let whole fruits, berries, peaches, apples, um, be pears, be your only source of sugar. Um, and then don't go crazy with it, right? Have two servings a day, but don't have six. Mm, Um, but if that's your only serving, but at the end of the day, I think whether it's added sugars or it's just the, the natural sugars, I'll use a green juice as an example. I constantly try to, and you mentioned you were having, it was green juice time this morning. Hopefully you're making yourself at home. But even if you are like you go to the shelves and you see the average green juice, 28 grams of sugar. Yeah. It's a bomb. It's like worse than a Coca-Cola. And so, I mean, it's not worse because that Coca-Cola has a whole bunch of other crap in it. Sorry, <laughs> Coca-Cola. But, you know, it's it's not, it's just immediately sort of incendiary and inflammatory for your body. So let your sugar consumption be in that whole fruit where you have to chew and there's lots of water and there's fiber and there's antioxidants and there's lots of other good things in it. Okay. So number two, what's number two? Yeah. Number two is get moving every day. The body is designed to process emotions through movement. The body is designed to process your emotions through movement. So if you sit 11 hours a day, which the average person does, your emotional energy and emotions let me explain biologically quickly. The emotion that you experience, sometimes it's subconscious. I have a thought. Gosh, I really hope Emily is liking this podcast. I really hope she's enjoying this conversation. I really, I don't know. I'm a little nervous. That moment of of fear might even be subconscious. I might not, it's not, I might not like read that thought like a billboard across my brain, but <laughs> split second, I have that thought. And then I have an emotional reaction to that thought. It's a little bit of fear. It's a little bit of anxiety. That kicks off an emotion, a wave, a biochemical wave in the body. And those chemicals wash through the body and can take up to 48 hours to clear. If that's happening all the time, all day, I'm feeling anxiety. I'm in a fight with my partner. I'm really scared I'm not doing well at my job. I'm stressed out because I'm running the startup. Um, My kids are running around screaming and I can't take it anymore. Whatever it is, if that's all day, every day, or really frequent for you, those emotional waves are biochemical waves of hormones and neurotransmitters through the body that then over time can start to do damage in the body. So when we say emotions live in the body and get stored, that is true because this is a biochemical reaction that happens. Emotions are not in our head. They're in our bodies. And so we talk about this in state change because I want people to understand not only that concept, but also the concept that therefore by moving, we were designed to process our emotions through movement. When you move, you sweat, you bring blood flow, you clear those neurotransmitters and hormonal wave that's been going through the sugar surge that happens when your cortisol goes up. Um, blood sugar surge, and you clear it and you and you release those emotions instead of having them stored in the body over time. And so it could be a walk. It could be a dance party. I'm a big fan of hula hooping. You could get your rebound or trampoline and jump on it five minutes a day. Great workout. Great for your bones, women. Um, it does not have to be going to the gym and killing yourself. It could be quick. Um, I hate the gym, by the way. She's not my place in the world. 
So it could be, you know, working out with your weights at home. It could be chair yoga. It could be Tai Chi, but move your body and move that emotional energy through every day and you will sleep better. Your digestion will be better and your mental health will be better. Plus greater emotional stability, which is something that everybody, (laughs) everybody needs. Okay. Okay. We're starting to, we're starting to wind down here. What I want to ask you, someone goes to your Instagram. Now they see not only a soon to be author, but a doctor, a mother, the founder and CEO of Parsley, almost 33,000 people follow you. When you look in the mirror, what is it that you see looking back at you? Oh, I love this question. Oh my goodness. Uh, I see a woman. It's weird to say that in that I think that, I don't know what it was for you, but we, I think I did. I held on to my girlhood, I guess, for a long time. So when is it that you stop saying, I see a girl and I see a woman? I don't know when that happened for me, but it's happened. It's official. I'm 40 years old. (laughs) I just turned 40. So I see, I see a woman who's constantly growing and striving and changing. I think when I think back to being a teenager, I was like 40. That is a million years old. How could I be ever be 40? And now I'm 40 and I'm like, first of all, don't feel a day over 35. Just going to be honest. Love that for you. And thank you. And I also feel, I feel vital. I feel the prime of my life. I feel energized and I feel like I have so much left to do and learn. So here, here it goes. Here we go. You've given us so much great advice when it comes to kind of standing in your power, especially when it came to starting and founding Parsley. When you think about perhaps some of the best advice that you have been offered over your journey in the last five years, does anything specific come to mind? One of the ones I always come back to is don't let perfect be the enemy of really good. As women, we hold ourselves to a standard of perfection that not to generalize, but I see and observationally oftentimes men give them the credit, themselves the credit to step forward without the mantle of perfection. And we will hold ourselves to wait for perfection to come before we step forward. And that is ridiculous and impossible um, and will keep you frozen. So don't let perfect be the enemy of really good. Beautiful. Yeah. Last question here, Dr. Berzin. Right now, you have an opportunity looking back to give the Robin back in 2016, maybe even 2017. Things feel really effing hard and you're like, what the hell am I doing here? One piece of advice looking back on that time right now. What do you tell yourself? It's all going to turn out so much better than you ever could have imagined. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so much <laughs> for your time today. Tell the hurdlers how do they keep up with you? Give us the info about the book. We want to know it all. Yep. Parsleyhealth.com slash state change for the book. You can get the book there. We also have some special offers there. Uh, you can follow us on the gram and all the places at Parsley Health. And I'm Robin Burson, MD. Uh, the book comes out January 18th, please. Um, you can pre-order the book from my Instagram. You can buy it from parsleyhealth.com slash state change. And one last note, if you want to get your health score and understand where you stand, we have a new tool called Parsley Health dot com slash insights. It's our insights tool. And you can get your health score, understand what's going on in your body, get some recommendations. Uh, Soon you'll be able to get some at-home blood testing with that tool. So just get started somewhere. Don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Uh, And please check out the book and be well, be healthy. And everyone out there, please let 2022 be your year 
to be proactive about your health. I know what I'm doing once we get off this recording. I'm over at Emily Abadi at Hurdle Podcast. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.